Anyway, today we're doing many ex exciting things. First thing we're doing, listener questions. Second thing we're doing, an overview of all of our favorite things we did before. Third thing, oop. Third thing <laughs> we're, <laughs> I'm getting very excited about this. That's good. Uh, third thing we're doing is um, the future of the Red Line podcast. Because mm -hmm. we have plans, trademark. <laughs> I got you, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. Fifty episodes. It I, is, I didn't it's think. Wild. I didn't think we'd make it past eight. Eight. I don't know. I was like, I commuter, we'll see. commuter rail was the end of the line yeah. for you. I, I was like, I don't know. We'll see if it keeps going. But give or give or take a few uh, Patreon specials. Yeah. Oh, that's true. What is it for now? I think so. We should we should do more. We Not need to do another now. one next week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way. Patrons, thank you very much. We are officially hitting about $200 a month, which is crazy. <laughs> Good goodness. Thank and you all. opens our horizons to, in the future, do things like um, fly out to see, to see the REM <laughs> open when the part two time. opens. Yeah. Yeah. So, so thank you, all patrons. You have been a big part of this. And that's why your questions get to go first. So, first up in questions, we have the patron Ben Busath speed round. He's given us six quick questions to answer, so we gotta do it like... I should bring a okay. bell. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, you get five seconds for each one. That's not true. You get as long as you want. But, you know, okay. the idea is, this is these are quick because there's a lot yeah. of them. So, number one. If you could add tracks to any corridor, which one would you choose? Probably Redwood. Redwood Road? Yeah. Okay. It's probably the single strongest corridor that we could just like build just because i think i'd have to agree with redwood because that's such a big road you could easily take a f away a few lanes and have a with really a high capacity in the middle tracks. a viaduct in yeah. the middle would be amazing yeah i think that's the most feasible as well i'm gonna diverge from you guys on this one and say the lehigh extension and the state street tracks in utah county oh I that forgot has about potential that for huge ridership, and it would be mostly in a dedicated right-of-way, so it would be quite fast. Yeah. So and that's would, my... And it would pair well with the states, like the point in BS, yeah. which is an opportunity for, aside from all the BS, EPA <laughs> to get more state funding than they would otherwise. Yeah, that's the uh, blue line extension down to Lehigh, right? Yeah, Past and Adobe then eventually and, down to Provo. Yeah, see, that's probably actually the most Can feasible because of the right-of-way and the... Yeah, the right-of-way right 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 goes all the way down to Orem. Like, yeah. why we haven't built this yet, nobody uh, knows. Politics. Why we can spend a billion dollars a year on highways in the middle of nowhere and not on very obvious light rail extensions? I don't know. We could have, like, a baller metro. Other other um, uh, front runners for me, ha, huh, get it, uh, is the 4th South tracks and uh, taking the S-Line downtown. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Number two. Who is your dream podcast guest? I don't know. We've had some pretty bloody good ones. I, 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 I don't really know. If you like have a dream. <sighs> I would like to have RM trends on, but... Uh, <laughs> we almost did once. Yeah, it, it was he close. Was, was we, had, we had dinner with him. Yeah, so, so that was but, fun. Yeah, he's fun. I, I don't know. I, I loved having uh, Christian and... Uh, uh, Christian Lenhart and... Uh, yeah, oh, then Rio Grande the two Rio Grande uh, guys. I, yeah, because I, I think our strongest collabs are the ones with other local advocates. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, okay, I, gotta, so, I think uh, my real dream would be Andy Byford, but like like we yeah. get we do we finally do the like ten part New York subway series, and we have Andy Byford on to talk about uh, his time at the MTA. I think that would be very cool. Yeah, yeah, and then Andy Byford thinks about tracks for ten minutes and then solves all the problems <laughs> in the following time. Transit supercomputer Andy Byford. Basically, yes. Okay, yeah. Kyle, you're the only one that hasn't answered. I d- for track. Oh, dream guest. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg. Oh. <laughs> you know, I want to stick with the whole working with other local advocates thing. Like, I really like uh, the... So uh, you want, like, Sweet Streets or Bike Provo or someone like that? Yeah, we should get someone like well, that. Uh, we could get Bike Provo on here. I know the guy who runs it. We could. We should. Yeah. I know. It's always fun talking with advocates because I feel like what a lot of what we do is partially advocacy. Well, he's trying to be. It, it, trying, yeah. But... That's that's one of the end. We well, did fix. I will say we did fix mostly single car Sundays. So, <laughs> so Redline Podcast. We have an impact. Uh, number three in the Ben Booseth speed round. Favorite U.S. train livery. Uh, I don't know them too well, but I I'm a sucker for the old Amtrak. Yeah, those yeah. are cool. I like the. Um, I really like the paint job on the Talgos that the uh, Amtrak Cascades used to run. I thought that looked really good. Kyle? I don't get the opportunity to look at any paint jobs other than the tracks ones. Those are pretty <laughs> all right, not going to lie. I think Frontrunner is the best commuter rail livery of any. Yeah. Frontrunner is really good. We actually try. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, very controversial question of, of the underrated kind of urbanist cities of America. Chicago or Philly? I don't know enough about Philly. I'm going to say I, Chicago. I don't think I can answer I'm going to say they're, they're so different in character that they really shouldn't be competing head-to-head. Uh, I mean, yeah, fair. I think Chicago is better because it has more rapid transit and the most extensive commuter rail system in anywhere. So yeah. that's my opinion. Yeah. But then again, Philly's got the two real strong subway lines. And, and also regional theory. rail, which is electrified. You're right. Yeah. So they're both cool. I'm going to say Chicago. Yeah. I'm going to refuse to pick one because it's not a which one is it's, it's better. It's a how, what kind of, what flavor of city life do you want? Uh, centrism, yeah. the coward's refuge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say Philly and we can even out. All right. Yeah. Great. Fair. Uh... Number five, what is something that makes you optimistic about Utah's future? Uh, the fact that... <laughs> oh, this is a The fact one. that Utah no longer can find enough money under the floorboards to just pay for all of their projects outright and has to do, like, cruddy-phased implementations and, like, wait to build stuff gives me hope that hopefully, eventually, we might do something vaguely smart with our money. It- it might just be me being more into the urbanism scene in you in Salt Lake especially, but it feels like there's more of a conversation around uh, expansion of uh, highways, especially with the I-15 corridor. It feels like it's a lot less one-sided than it would have been a few there's years a back. So uh, my number one thing is that Salt Lake City is the strongest recovering city in the country from the COVID-19 pandemic of any decent size. Damn. 
We have more people downtown than ever before. We have more stuff going on downtown than ever before. And that gives us, you know, power to move and shake things in a way that other cities that are still struggling to recover can't. I'll also add that Salt Lake City is going full ham uh, within budget, obviously, on, like, every urbanist, evil urbanist agenda item ever. Mm -hmm. Like Like, the gloop? uh, Yeah, like the gloop. And they're doing a great job. Like, the streets department is doing a great job. 200 South is going to be fantastic. Yeah, not only... The the 900 South bike lane? Yeah. That's going to be fantastic. Not only the big, big name reconstruction projects, but even, like, their resurfacing, which I was reading on their website, they try and resurface 100 miles of city streets every year. Their resurfacing department, I think because of the same ordinance that makes the reconstructions happen, always considers every mode of transportation when building the street and will more often than not does something nice for bikes. Yeah, Salt Lake's Salt Lake's kind of really good with yeah. multi-mobility. Utah as a whole, still some trouble, but Salt Lake City is trying very hard and in, on a large part succeeding. So yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. There's my thoughts. If we've been able to do this much like bike infrastructure and infill development in 10 years, imagine what the next 10 years will be like. True. Yeah. All right. And the final of the Ben Busath speed round, which host is the best skier? Um, I think it's me. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's you. I don't <laughs> ski. Subjectively, <laughs> I think yeah. it's you. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Yeah. None, none taken. All right. Thank you, Ben Bus- patron Ben Busath of I, the uh, Red Deadline tier. Dude, I don't remember. I think it's Red Deadline. We say tier. the names a lot. Of the cool tier. Of a cool tier, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I like the tier. I like the rapid questions. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, Blue Line tier and our patron for over a year. Yeah. Thank cool. You. Uh, next question comes from patron Jesse Mayo, and says, uh, "Since UDOT took control of the Point of the Mountain Transit project from UTA, does that set a good or bad precedent for future transit projects in the state?" Also of the podcast, keep it up. Woo-hoo-hoo. They've already set bad precedents here with all the front runner <laughs> stuff. We've talked in, in passing in previous episodes about how the legislature has handed UDOT control of frontrunner construction and just taking it away from UTA's existing contractors, which has already set a bad precedent for UDOT building transit projects and not doing a very good job of it. Yeah, I think it's bad for now. It could turn out to be good if they actually learn how to do stuff and they want to do stuff, but it's you dot we're talking about. I so. think I'm gonna agree that it's not a good thing, but most not because of UDOT, but because the way that UDOT is planning the project at the moment silos the entire corridor into its own thing and doesn't consider any of the existing stuff or you know, it's it's all it's all weird. They're no longer planning to do anything with the whole Draper right of way. So it's a mess. I'm going to say UDOT bad. Don't let them control transit projects. Yeah, they're they're bad at rail construction. They're not a rail construction agency, and they're bad at planning. Maybe one day they can build rail, but today's not the day. Like, today as much as UTA is planning. is not that day. Like, as much as UTA's planning has gone downhill, they're still way better than UDOT at this. That's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, patron Jesse Mayo, who has been a patron since... A long time ago. A long time ago. Uh, more recently, I think. Oh, June. Since cool. June. Cool. New Thanks. patron. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, and our final question that's only from patrons. 
uh, patron generic GT who asks face reveal when question mark uh, whenever we manage to produce any video content whenever Metro the game comes out yeah yep or you can just I'm sure you can find pictures of us some other way probably if, if you want to I do have a personal Twitter account this is true you can find me on Instagram you can look up my name and I, I think a picture shows up So. or you can come to a U-True students meeting this fall yeah and not meet me well you'll be on Zoom Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is true, yeah. Can we give you, like, an iPad on a stick with, like, your face on it? <laughs> uh, you could give it to some... I, I could send a representative to hold it up in front of their face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but hmm. One day. One day you'll see our faces. Soon, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. We have all the Metro footage compiled and ready to be edited finally now, so... Inshallah, it? it will begin soon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Whole, uh, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts, thoughts and, and prayers, prayers indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, from Twitter, next question from Twitter user at al tiktolic, which I believe is a species of like crocodile looking thing from the from the Paleolithic period. Cool. Um, thanks so much for making the internet's best podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. What is the most urbanist city, most improved city, and most underrated city of 2023 in North America? Uh, most urbanist. If we're talking, like, big city, Chicago or New York. Okay, but, like, <laughs> city that's implementing urbanist policies at a rapid rate is what I think oh, that means. That's true. I'm going to be controversial and say... Never mind. I can't think. <laughs> can't decide. Uh, no, Boston. Mayor Wu rocks. She's doing a lot to improve things there. So I'm going to say Boston is the most urban city at the moment. Cool. Okay. Um, I See, I'm not really... I don't pay too much attention to this kind of stuff. Um, but I know Salt Lake's doing a good job. Yeah, we are. I'm happy with Salt Lake. I wouldn't say we're going fast. We got a lot of budget con- budget constraints, but we're, we're, we're doing trucking. the best we can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as most improved, uh, New York might actually be a contender New with York, like, the sheer volume of bike infrastructure they've been pumping out in so little time. Well, and they've they're doing a lot of bus improvements at the moment, and they've been working real hard to make the subway run faster and more mm-hmm. frequently. So, New York could actually be the most improved. Otherwise, I would say like Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's probably going to be most improved for a long time. years with to all come. the yeah. rail funding. Yeah. yeah, which is like so much rail funding. <laughs> what is the most underrated city of twenty twenty three? Probably Philly. I don't know. I'm going to be controversial because everyone on Twitter likes to say that Portland is overrated. Portland is underrated. You get the amenities of a much larger city at a much cheaper price than you will anywhere else. This is true. Median rents in Portland are lower than they are in Salt Lake City. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. So, it's a quite quite a cheap city with quite good transit and biking infrastructure. Cool. I love Portland. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Twitter user at Al TikTalic. Yeah. Uh, Twitter user RA or nothing. Uh, if parentheses, like me, close parentheses, you think the real grand plan is basically an impossibility. What are, what if any more realistic alternatives do you think the city should consider to address the dangerous crossings at 8th and 9th South? Throw some 
bloody ped bridges or ped under underpasses up. What else are you gonna do? It's hard at ninth. It would have to be an underpass. Which which at ninth because they have all the extra right of way from the old nine line that is currently the bike park. You would probably do some damage to the bike park during construction, which would suck. I'm sorry, but there's enough space there to do a geometrically safe underpass. Um, yep. Eighth, I don't know, sucks. Yeah, I say underpasses probably. Yeah, that, same it, goes for the Folsom Trail crossings on. Um, oh my goodness. Sixth, sixth west. Yeah, overpass, underpass. That's that's what you can do with that. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not I'm not as pessimistic. Uh, yeah, about the Rio Grande Plan. Yeah. I I think it would just take someone with a lot of will to get it done. I do think Mayor it could Rocky get done. clearly. <laughs> okay, well, I can't vote, so I can't. I don't want to speak on the mayoral candidates, but um, uh, let's see. Actually, I think we'd better. I'm just going to go through these crossings real quick in order. So, um, third north, we're already doing a Sadoscope of Rio Grande. Uh, north Temple is pretty great already. Yep. Um, I think Folsom would require a, a decent amount of creativity and probably some. It's a weird angle. Yeah, it's 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 special. Maybe maybe for Folsom you could do a realignment so it follows it doesn't cross the triangle in the same places, it crosses it in different places, mm. it's a bit straighter. I don't know, probably a couple bridges there. Um second south, Ped Bridge. Um fourth south, literally why is there not already a bike path on the bridge? And you'd need a way to cross I fifteen aside from the interchange, which would be really expensive and sucky. Okay. Um eighth south, Ped Bridge, ninth south, you got an opportunity to make like the world's nicest rail underpass since we used to build rail underpasses at a normal size. All right, fair yeah. enough. Uh, thank you, Twitter user at RA or nothing. Uh, from Twitter user Matthew Barba4, who asks, What do you guys think of recent and upcoming changes to Los Angeles's current metro system, and what would you change about them if given the opportunity? Also, any thoughts on Metrolink? Just in general, I assume Metrolink being the uh, LA commuter rail agency. Motorrail, <laughs> motor, just build. Some yeah, rail. that's what they need. Uh, build some build, 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 build some more light rail or subway or something, dude. Yeah. And no, no people movers or anything. Just put the stations in the right places. <laughs> I saw whoever's video about this. Oh yeah, yeah. In for the concert venues and stuff. That's gonna be a weird people just mover to the K line. Yeah. Make the obvious infrastructure yeah. decisions of using normal technology and putting the stations where they should be. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna say you need to build the Sepulveda Pass line as heavy rail. A monorail is a stupid idea for that. A monorail is a stupid idea all the time, but it's especially stupid for that. Do you think light rail would be fine? No. Okay. Heavy rail needs to be... the. It's going to need the capacity. Gee whiz, I wonder if they have a subway that you could use existing maintenance facilities from. Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> Somebody should go um, digging and see if they find one. As for Metrolink... Uh, I've actually been researching this a bit. The arrow is stupid. Get rid of it. Just run the trains downtown and electrify the darn thing. Run it all day. Also, run need any it. run any bloody trains on the service. Yeah, they don't run ever. very many trains. They run so few trains. There's a couple of lines of better service, but the rest are like, I don't know, 10 trains a day each way and only at like 9 to 5 downtown LA office job hours. Like, this could be a legitimately good and useful regional rail system if you ran any service. There's also, if they threw ran... Yeah, trains don't better. crew run on Metrolink. They although, although, although they all terminate downtown. The transfer opportunities at LA Union Station are pretty good as is, but it would be great if they threw around. Mm -hmm. 
So through run and run way more trains. And maybe use DMUs. As opposed to, what do they have, locomotives? They have, yeah, front-runner-looking trains. Well, they could they could get some of the, like, the flirts or whatever that you can easily convert to electric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have anything else to say. Um, other things, I think. Uh, regional connector is silly, but it's nice. <laughs> um, it is funny that you guys have the world's longest light rail line, and you're extending it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, consider getting rid of street running on the A line would be my biggest ask. It has street running. Yeah. Isn't it supposed to be a metro line, not a light rail? No, the A line is a light rail line. The oh, B okay. line is a subway line. Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, there's my thoughts. Yeah. Just Anything connect. Add? Just connect everything well with bus service. Yeah. Oh, bus lanes. You guys need more of them. Oh and no more lost sombritas, please. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe some regular bus lanes in in addition to the over really expensive busways. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've, I've seen many of the roads and strodes in L.A. You could just paint a bus lane. Yeah. All right. Uh, from Twitter user, at book numbers that I am oh at book 1312 we all know what that means uh favorite Stadler train question mark I don't know they're all so good uh I like the kisses I like the bi levels yeah that's fair the Stadler just makes good trains they and they yeah. make some of them here yeah I'm very excited to see them uh, briefly, as I ride Caltrain later this month, <laughs> so yeah, uh, you can't go wrong, really. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say kisses though. I wonder if we could do a Stadler factory tour because I knew Arm Transit got invited for one, but I wonder if we, we could have if we um, could have gone. You remember they had the open house? Oh right, yeah, yeah. But we couldn't go. That's so fair. yeah, thank you, book um, Twitter user at Stillwell Avenue. Which U.S. cities do you think would ben- most benefit from a master plan metro like D.C.'s? I think my top picks would be Detroit, Columbus, and Birmingham, presumably Birmingham, Alabama. Hmm. Interesting. I would pick big metro. Uh, kill Seattle's current transit plans, leave Link as is, and build out a regional metro. As opposed yeah. to a low floor light rail metro. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Like a like a master plan. Seattle needs that, and um, if that's feasible. And I don't know. Detroit seems like a pretty good option to me. They could really use some transit infrastructure. Just at all. just most Rust Belt places. Uh, just bring good transit there, and people will come and make the Rust Belt great again. <laughs> Marga. Marga. <laughs> M- Matarga. Matarga. <laughs> Make the Rust Belt. Mat- Maturbga. Yeah, Maturbga. <laughs> Make the Rust Belt great again. Um, Does Milwaukee have any rail? Milwaukee would actually be a really good one. Because that gets often mentioned as, like, cheap, vaguely near Chicago. But, yeah. like, if you go on the map, it doesn't have all the color lines. Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee would be great. and You could connect it up to the Chicago system. Also L.A., 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because having a weird agglomeration of light rail and a couple of subway lines is weird, and it would be better if you guys had BART instead. Uh, infinitely better, as yeah. opposed to the weird agglomeration plus the <laughs> poor service on the Metrolink. Yeah, that would fix traffic problems. Well, or at least you could ignore the traffic problems. Yeah, nobody problems. really yeah. cares yeah. if it fixes you could, traffic There's problems. a way around it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you at Stillwell Avenue. Twitter user at Gundamade asks, I'd like to see you discuss the city of Richmond, Virginia, making buses free from 2020 to 2025. Do you think this is a good idea, or should fares be resumed in exchange for better frequency and service? Frequency and service. Frequency and service. I don't yeah. know about the specific free fare things, is Free fare is ineffective at mode shift. That's all my opinion on the topic, and that's really mo- what I care about most in transit, is mode shift, is getting people to stop driving. Frequency so and service. So if you're going to spend money on frequency and service, or you're going to spend money on making fares free, always spend it on frequency and service. Yeah. 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 You've seen how much money people will dump into being able to drive. I, people are after quality transportation. Uh, Rich- Much more than they are after cheap transportation. Richmond, I don't know. It's a it's a cool city. Yeah. 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 Could use another BRT line. Probably good, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, frequency and service always. Mm-hmm. No point making it free. Uh, Twitter user at Gavin Muir 15 asks, what do you think of the attempt to bring back the old Pioneer Amtrak line? Do you think that Las Vegas, Salt Lake, Boise is a better route than going up to Portland? And do you see it coming back? Please go to Portland. Please um, go to Portland. I say do both. Do, bring back the desert wind. You can have your Salt Lake City to Vegas to Los Angeles train. And also the Pioneer, you have your Salt Lake City to Boise to Portland to S- Seattle train. That creates way better network effect for everyone involved. It? Could we just yeah. run it? I LA think that Portland. that would make a lot of sense. LA through po- LA to Portland that via Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, and Boise. That would be infinitely yeah. more useful than Salt Lake to Boise. And that would yeah. fill a huge gap in the huge. system map too. Unfathomably mm-hmm. yeah. huge. As somebody who lives in Salt Lake City, it would be a miracle to be able to take a train to any of the places on that line. <laughs> <laughs> because those are places that I would go yeah. if I can go on a train. Yeah, yeah that, that would that would make it. Well, that'd be amazing to get to LA because you can't get there directly on a train now yeah, without you have a to transfer. transfer in Emeryville. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's a really ass awful. Or, or go all the way to Chicago and then on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. the dumbest possible <laughs> way of doing it. Well, you <laughs> would get the privilege of stopping in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you could just stay there and come back to LA. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, just more Amtrak, more everywhere. Well, and I think. Oh, and as. As to whether it's it will happen, something like that will happen because everyone is on board with it. Even the crazy Republicans in Idaho want it, so yeah. and it will happen. You uh, uh, got funding to study to for feasibility, study it. Yep. so, so I, it seems very promising for transit. Um, I think it's project. likely. Yeah. 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 So may, let's make it happen, please. Mm-hmm. Thank you, uh, Gavin Muir, fifteen. Uh, Twitter user at Hey It's Marco. Thoughts on LCC phases one and two? More buses, tolling, snowsheds, and follow-up. What other quick changes do you think UDOT ski areas should do to better manage cottonwoods? Buses now. Buses tolling. Yeah. Buses tolling. Phases one and two are great. Just don't do phase three. And (laughs) just end it at second phase. And as far as tolling we discussed in the gondola episode, UDOT is 
very unoptimistic. Well, and I think this comment was put out before the gondola uh, episode yeah. was yeah. Yeah. Wow. with this question. So at any rate. In that episode, we discussed yeah, UDOT's uh, bus and expand the road bus alternatives, and they're very unoptimistic about how much you can solve traffic with tolling. Um, you can solve traffic with tolling and <laughs> non-monetary <laughs> vehicle restrictions, however you want to spin it. Yeah. Buses. I see. I, I have no issue with tolling because skiing is already just such a uh, restricted uh, activity. Like you have to have money to do you, it. There is some buy-in. So, I will say I spend I spend about six hundred dollars a year at least on skiing. So. And if so you're it, going to ski, um, ride the bus. Well, yeah. So if, if it's already so expensive, people that want to drive will pay a hefty toll to drive, and, and then everyone else will just be smart and, and take the, the bus. Very small subset of people who go skiing that weren't taking the bus already and aren't just like super rich and can just eat the $25 or whatever mm-hmm. and actually get legitimately priced out of driving could just take the increased bus service. It's like five bucks each way. Well, yeah. But you, were, you were spending more than that on your car or your parking reservation anyways. Yeah, one and two. If you have an pass, it's free. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But Which you probably do I know. if you're on a budget. I just don't think... I just wish the ski resorts would pay for something. They should do the so. tolling yesterday, and they should do it very aggressively. Yeah, I I know. But you just see that yeah, listen to the episode. <laughs> we, t- we talk about more radical proposals, too. Yeah. And snow sheds. More radical, I like that. <laughs> yeah. And well, snow sheds, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear more about the environmental impact of snow sheds, but... I can't imagine it. If the impact isn't like that bad, they sound like a pretty good idea. As long as return on investment. Yeah, as long as they're careful with construction and they don't damage the watershed. Yeah, and especially um, the places they put show sheds, I'd imagine, are also ones where they've like blasted giant chunks of rock out of the mountain. So like, there's not that much more damage in those I, highly avalanche prone areas. I, I don't. Well, yeah, it might be. It'd be interesting to look into it more. But yeah, phase one and two. Yeah, just more buses, tolling, it's all good. Don't yeah. do phase three. Yeah, just skip phase yeah. three. Just uh, save money. Live better. Solve Walmart. all the problems already. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good talk. Uh, Twitter user at Matt Gray. Hi, Matt. Hey. It's a co-worker. Mm. Um, worst transit route besides the Tesla tunnel? Question mark. Like in the in, in everywhere. That you can think of. Ooh. I mean, the obvious answer is OGX, but that's rude because <laughs> I haven't ridden it yet. Well, that might run the risk of actually taking people somewhere. Ah, good point. And I was going to crap on the 509, but people ride that. It takes people places. <sighs> Insert flex bus. Insert flex bus. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Something with a lot of weird deviations. Probably like every local bus in New Jersey. <laughs> um, yeah, the buses that spend more time going back and forth than they do going straight. Mm, yeah. yeah. Those are bad. Uh, in Utah, the worst bus route is easily the 5... 513? No, what is it? The one that goes to Tuila, the Tuila Flex bus. Oh, yeah, the 451. 
That's not the flex bus. That's the commuter bus. The other one. The F-453. Oh, yeah. That's 453. <laughs> uh, and the reason I will say this is because, one, it runs a minibus on the freeway going 80, which is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, the last inbound run is at 3 o'clock and the last outbound run is at 5 o'clock. Bruh. Yep. Yeah, that's probably the best contender. That's just yeah. very yeah, bad. An, yeah, that's awful. Yeah, for an inner city trip, they've done a good job of preventing you from making inner city trips. Yeah. I I don't know why they wouldn't use the really, the actual nice coach buses, the M- because MCIs. Because you can only use those on express services. It is express. <sighs> no, it's not. It's a flex route. Do okay. get it? Don't make flex stops. No, I think that they should eliminate that and just run the 451 all day, is my opinion. Yeah, all day Bi-directional all day. All day coach bus. Yeah. Have more more service out there, too. Well, then they might run the the risk of actually transporting people. (laughs) Uh, Other really bad routes are the... um, Oh, what is it? I think it's Route 40 in Boise. Or no, not Route 40. Route 40 is okay. Uh, route Route 43, which is the Caldwell-Boise Express. It makes exactly one inbound run in the morning and one outbound run in the evening. Bruh. Does and that's Salt Lake it. even have a bus that runs that little service? Uh, no. Bruh. Well, no it's one It's not should. bi-directional either. Bruh. Unlike other bad VRT express Do they just, like, leave the bus downtown and the driver goes to their office job? No, presumably the driver goes and drives, like, Route 9 or something. Yeah. That's hilarious. Because I was thinking the driver could drive the bus downtown, go do an office, go do, like, office work for the transit agency, and then drive back. Uh, I hate to write this to you, but VRT's offices are not downtown. Oh, where are they? VRT's offices are transit inaccessible in Meridian. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot is, of sense. Isn't, is Boise's downtown even that expensive? No. Bruh. And they have, you know, the bottom half of one of the taller office buildings. So you'd think with how office vacancy rates are these days, they could maybe put their headquarters right above Main Street Station. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Might not actually be any more expensive. Yeah, 43 is a contender for the worst. So is the F5 or 453. Um, any others you guys can think of? I don't know. I don't know other cities' bus systems. We also just talk about other c- cities' rail systems. Yeah. The one in Portland is very disappointing. Oh. <laughs> I'll say that. I don't think it's the worst, but it's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing I can think of. But yeah, I'm going to say it could honestly in the country be Route 43 in Boise, <laughs> the worst route. <laughs> one bloody trip. Um... Yeah. And with with weird deviations too, um, so yeah, that's my opinion. Okay. Wait, where do they take the bus for the night? Is the storage yard near uh, the Oregon Point? There is there is a small maintenance facility in Nampa. I was um, gonna ask if the driver just takes it home. <laughs> that might just be easier. Three parks. <laughs> no, because B- Nampa Caldwell used to have its own bus system until VRT got them, and so they took over that thing. Gotcha. And then they got rid of the bus system of Nampa and Caldwell and replaced it with an on-demand. Dude. So well, that runs a forty-foot bus. Yeah, that runs a forty-foot bus. Wait, <laughs> a forty-foot mini bus. Oh, a cutaway, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. it's weird. So, yeah. Uh, oh, other contenders: UTA on-demand. <laughs> yeah. And uh, CVTD pool. Oh yeah, CVTD yeah. pool is almost certainly worse. Yeah. 
Oh, but it can pick you up at existing bus stops. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Don't you wish there was a bus or something? Pretty much every on demand, and maybe shitty subsidized Uber pool. <laughs> uh, yeah. But worse. And our last question of the day from Twitter user at Badger Jest, who Kyle and I have met before. Hi. Stop. Um, how do you evaluate the quote quality unquote of a transit line at a glance? Ridership numbers, passengers per revenue hour, cost per mile, rider miles, etc. My favorite metric is cost per passenger mile. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it shows like how you're competing in terms of cost with driving an automobile. Yeah. Cost to society, that is. Yeah. Like, you know, the New York subway does like 10 cents per passenger mile, which is like nothing. A tenth of driving. Yeah. Easy. Uh, Trax does like 76 cents a passenger mile. Or at which, least it did pre COVID. Yeah. Which <laughs> is about the cost of driving. You know, Front Runner does like 30 cents. So these, this is a really good way to evaluate how effectively your transit is being used, is if it is offering more value to society than a car yeah, yeah. per I, unit of cost. Yeah, I, I like. That I would metric. agree with that. Um, I also like ridership per mile. Yeah, ridership per mile I think is my favorite for how cool is this transit line? Right. Yeah, and how like, badly do I want to ride it? Like last, <laughs> like, right, like last week we talked about Ottawa's O-Train, which despite being a pile of crap, gets like 12,000 people per mile, mm-hmm. which is a lot. Incomprehensibly yeah, large. That's probably just the most accessible one, too. Because mm-hmm. that, that's just easy to understand. It'll be fun to see the numbers for Hart if they finish it. <laughs> when they finish it. Let's be optimistic. <laughs> when, when they finish, they finish it, it in, in, in 20 years. God willing, when they finish it. In the, in the name of the Lord. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, please God. In the year of um, our Lord, 2077. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you mean 2078? When the Cyberpunk game Oh, no, out? you meant 2079. <laughs> Oh, 2080. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so I like cost per passenger mile as a measure of like operating efficiency and cost per revenue mile as a measure of how good the line is. Mile. Or yeah, ridership per mile for how good the alignment is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. those things are mostly on rail systems. Buses you have to look at with a diff- in a different way because... Buses, I mostly look at service patterns and routing. Well, and in the United States, a lot of buses are terrible and provide service that is, you know, the bare necessity to people. So you can't really look at those ones as providing anything other than, like, a social value. If I'm deciding how much I want to ride a particular bus, I'm going to look at how straight is the alignment (laughs) and how often does it show up. And is it on time? Eh, not so much. Eh, If it it comes often enough. enough. Yeah. Like, you know, we rode some uni buses in San Francisco that were never on time, but they came, like, every five minutes, so it was very convenient anyways. Yeah. 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 I'm just thinking about the 209. <laughs> That's true. So. It'd be funny if it went in a straight, bloody line on a normal street. I actually like the 209 alignment. That's my controversial opinion. I think it's good that we gave service to the mid-avenues. That's good. I, think I, I don't think it should have been the 209. Doing yeah. it, well, what but else were you going to do it with? The 6. The 209... Yeah, but to, you couldn't, we didn't have the money to make the two, the six a 15-minute bus. We did have the money to eliminate the six and route the 209 along the six's old route to make 
a 15 minute bus and make yeah. this to an end I like the end well, result yes, but I like the end result of a frequent avenues downtown connection as somebody who lives downtown and I'm sure the avenues people appreciate the frequent except the <laughs> all three of them uh, the red yeah. they're ghost buses uh-huh. oh yeah my bad I'm sure yeah. the avenues people who like have ever been outside appreciate the <laughs> frequent downtown and um, ninth east connections mm-hmm. yeah so anyway, there's a long ramble on the different ways we look at transit lines. Um, also, sometimes I just think they're cool. That is loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. And yeah. what they run, what rolling stock they have, mm-hmm. that's a big part. Mm, yeah. yeah. My opinion of, of metros uh, drops significantly when I learned that they're low floor. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? At Seattle, at Ottawa, at Charlotte, at... Uh, <laughs> At Calgary's new line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, those are the questions. Thank you for submitting them on such short notice. I kind of forgot this was episode 50, and I was just planning to do a regular history episode, but then Let's things go. happened. Yeah, and uh, if you're on YouTube, um, leave us questions in the comments. And yeah, I'm yeah sure we'll, we'll, get we'll, we'll get to them in yeah. the next episode, yeah. 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 Or we'll just respond there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true as well. Uh, when are you going to leave for the 17th? Never. Okay. I can yeah. record all night. All so right. It's the 50th. It's the 50th. It's yeah. important. All right. So now we get to look back through the 49 oh, episodes. just questions. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, look back through the, the long and storied history of the Red Lion podcast <laughs> of all of our episodes and all of the things we did. And <sighs> we're going to start doing that with our most popular episodes of all time. Okay. So, our most popular episode (laughs) of all time is still, with like 4,000 views, BRT versus Light Rail, Mm -hmm. which makes me mad because I still think it's one of the worst videos we've ever made. But we did it. We did it about a well, lot. But it that was episode four, two. two? Okay, know. yeah. Well, this continues. So it's had to time be, to ruminate. Yeah, this <laughs> continues to be a hot button problem. It, it, yeah. it does. Uh, number two is l'épisode sur le R M de Montréal with just about two thousand views, yeah, which might have been a reason we got invited. We got invited to go see it open, which we can't do. Um, I think that that's still my personal favorite episode we've ever made. Yeah. Just in terms of quality of episode, so. It's just also a very fun thing to talk about. Because it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I like talking about. (laughs) I like to talk about well-managed good projects on occasion. Uh, Yeah. It's just kind of a FOMO. Rarity in this continent. Yeah. Go Canada. Go CDPQ. Indeed. Oh, how do you, what is it? The Casse de Pension Québécois, something, I don't know. Dude, we just, we live in the U.S. We should have, like, real estate conglomerates or, like, Graystar or whatever, or, like... Um, Blackwater. Yeah. <laughs> oh my the, the, the neoliberal thing of just having the military do everything, but this or, time the military does transit. <laughs> or have, like... Army Corps of Engineers builds metros. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Have like uh, health insurance companies or something back the metros because they're just swimming in cash. Army Corps of en- Engineers doing transit, they would do a really good job. Yeah, they yeah. would. Yeah. Good American Also, jobs. I want to see their logo when I go into a subway station. I Base. think that'd be very fun. Mm-hmm. 
Well, they, they have could, a cool logo. They could probably use those like concrete 3D printers or whatever to make one like really wonky station. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, America's Transit Cost Problem, episode 33, which is the most recent in the like top three. Yeah, Cost Snake. Episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cost Snake. Yep. Yeah, great episode. Very timely as well because it released like the same day as the Transit Cost Project's New York report. <laughs> so that <laughs> helped us. Go it wasn't on. on purpose either. <laughs> We're too good at this. Um, number four, heart episode. Yep. It's heart. Yeah. Heart. Another one of my pet personal projects. It's, this is something I've been thinking about while writing, like, oh, doing all the things for this episode is, like, how many of the things we talked about a while ago that are, like, actually becoming a thing now? Like, we talked about the REM. Yeah. And now it's gonna be operating in a week this, mm-hmm. is, this has got to be one of those like talked time about passes heart. things yeah it's an operation we talked about OGX when it first like was announced mm-hmm. basically man time keeps and, passing pretty cool and now it's gonna be open in a week like it's wild yeah yeah we've been doing this long enough for that to actually happen <laughs> to see things through mm-hmm. yeah uh, number five is commuter rail and how we can make it better. <laughs> Episode eight, yeah, figures. Yep. That's the one that everyone at UTA has listened to. So. Oh yeah, because that's a good one. For everyone them to at UTA to. only rides from it. Well, yes, but <laughs> we don't say that. Oh my bad. Yeah. We just uh, allude to it. Yeah, we yeah. just politely. <laughs> <clears throat> So, number six, streetcars, how we can make them better. That was a fun episode, I think. Yeah. Uh, Streetcar history is just fun to talk about. We got to go into the trolley conspiracy for the first of many times. Oh, Mm -hmm. isn't isn't that number three, not number six? Oh, did I say episode six? Yeah. Yeah, it's episode three. Cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number seven, how the car destroyed American City. First episode. (laughs) Still doing good. Uh, the thumbnail on that one is messed up, and we're going to leave it that way. On Spotify, we've got a, one of the match set thumbnails now. It says, how the car destroyed the American city, which is fun. Ooh. It did, though. It, removed it, the did, story. Story. it yeah, did destroy it did, so. the American city. That's true. Oh, we're too good at this. I'm glad we did that one so we don't have to, in every subsequent history bit, um, explain the whole, like, di- implosion. Suburbanization. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll fix that when I get home. Or maybe it'll just be an Easter egg. Yeah. yeah. Um, number eight, History of the UTA, episode eight. Yep. Wait. That's, you're just for saying the completely wrong numbers. Episode seven. <laughs> no. Nine. No. What is it? Six. six. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's a fun one. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. just going <laughs> number bingo. Yeah. It, it's always nice talking about home. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Train. We should do another one someday of yeah. UTA. Update yeah. when everything good happens. In yeah, in 50 30, years. 30 years. When we have the m- tracks metro. <laughs> <laughs> when they have monorails all over. <laughs> monorail. <laughs> you laugh, but we're so close to having, like, the, the class equivalent of a metro. I know. Yeah. Sad noise. Anyway, UTA update episode one day. Episode 100. Yeah. That might be a bit Episode ambitious, 100, we ride the entire track system and record the entire thing while talking about tracks. Mm-hmm. You know what? Sure, the audio sounds like crap, but that's part of the experience. It's an aesthetic. Oh, also, it's fun to 
No, we're coming up on two years pretty soon. Yeah, we to are. Be in November. Hey, we're averaging Come like more than an episode every two weeks. <laughs> yes, we are. Good job. Go us. Um, if GTA ever builds like a single stretch of viaduct, we're doing an episode. <laughs> we are. Yeah. I want that so bad. And I'm crying. Yeah. I will cry on 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 air. Okay, that's a <laughs> promise. Uh, uh, number nine is nationalization, the rebirth of American railroading, also known that's as Amtrak Part sixty nine. Stop saying the wrong episode numbers. It's it's Amtrak Part sixty nine. You said it was episode nine. No, I said epi- I said Amtrak episode sixty nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you get it. Because we had 69 parts to Amtrak. Ha yeah, ha, very true. funny. That one's episode 26. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was right on that one. It's on my paper. Mm, that one was fun. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. Amtrak was fun. It's always fun talking about Amtrak. Have we made it through the top 10, or are we just going to do every episode? And 10, Link Light Rail. Oh, yeah, I figured. Deservedly so. Yeah. So yeah. those are the top 10 episodes. Uh, what are your favorite episodes? Oh. oh. I have the list here. You do? I personally... On our website. <laughs> of your favorite episodes? No, of the episodes. Oh. Well, that might be something cool to add in, though. Favorite uh, episodes. I recommend. Yeah. We could put that as a playlist on YouTube yeah. as well. But yep. uh, my favorite ones are always just guest ones. Yeah. I, I like having people in. The Rio Grand plan was fun, and having yeah. Curtis and Mike and whoever on is always nice. Yeah. I, I just... I, I always think it's good to have people in, and I would like to see more people come in. Yeah. So. yeah. But otherwise, yeah, Amtrak is a favorite. Yeah. Well, all the Amtraks. All the Amtraks. <laughs> yeah. All 68 of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when are we doing the Amtrak Mega Series? We already did the Amtrak Mega Series. Are we, do, do we look like we're done yet? Well, that's... I mean, that's true. We're doing another Amtrak Mega Series. sponsored routes in the context oh of my larger gosh. state transit systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the Illinois episode where we cover every transit system in Illinois. <laughs> you know what? Hell yeah. Including those we have already covered. That's, <laughs> that's a pretty good spot to cover. Well, we, have we, we haven't even done an L episode. No, but we've done Metrolink, which is the other um, Not that you can major Metrolink. rail system. <laughs> yeah, or Metrolink. <laughs> <laughs> Price. Or Metrolink, <laughs> because because there's Metrolink, the LA commuter rail, Metrolink, the light metro in St. Louis, Metrolink, the tram system in Manchester, <laughs> and there's another one somewhere, but I don't in Australia, I think. You know what? Maybe whoever named Metro Subway Link was on to something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to do a Baltimore episode. You know what? Yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah. So anyway, it's been. Uh, it's been almost two years and 50 episodes. Thank you for your continued listenership. We really appreciate it. We're well, yeah. feeling very nostalgic. Cool. Well, 50 episodes is a lot, it to is. be honest. I yeah. feel like the average podcast makes like four. So. Well, what does the median podcast make? Oh, wait. <laughs> the median podcast may, might make like three. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'd better look at like the median of like podcasts that make it past 10 or whatever. Yeah. I feel, but really, most podcasts just kind of fizzle out after like ten at most, and so I'm very grateful to have been able to do this with you guys for so long, and to have had such, you know, built kind of such an uh, an interesting community of people to talk to about this sort of thing. Advocacy for the win, yeah. yeah. Good thing we're friends and also absolute nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And we'll keep it going when I move. 
Here's yep. to the next 50 episodes, <laughs> at least. At least. Mm-hmm. All of them will be about Amtrak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then after that, we'll do 50 about New York. <laughs> uh, oh, you could. Oh, gosh. When you New could. York comes, it is going to be like a five to ten part series. So Yeah. Because not only is there the New York subway, there's the Long Island Railroad, Metro North, New Jersey Transit Commuter Rail, New Jersey Transit Buses, New York Buses, the three different light rail systems in New Jersey and it's wild it's going to be a, it's going to be a ride for, for New York you have my express permission to make a 3 hour long script uh well that'll be per episode <laughs> <laughs> okay it's New York New York New York it's a hell of a town all right that, that's got to be about the eighth time we've done that on air mm-hmm. yeah the more the merrier it is a hell of a town it is Chicago, a hell of a town. Chicago, it's a hell of a Chicago. Uh, next week, the Tacoma Narrows Bridge disaster. <laughs> <laughs> that's a reference to a different podcast if no one got it. So, yeah, that that's all I got. Uh, before we go, favorite bit from the podcast. I'm going to go with the cost snake noise. Yeah, I like the cost Do snake the noise. noise just because I know it. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, I agree. Favorite bit. Uh not even we have the bits written down, don't we? The you yelling Somewhere. at me with the Do we white. have the bits written down? I want to. I think it's under merch ideas. It's pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, look up merch ideas see. so I can see what let's other see. bits we've written uh, down. Let's see. The you doing the what is whatever when we're starting mm-hmm. the history segment. Yeah, the oh, yeah, what? The, the question. Um, uh, the service. Why build things once? Oh, when yeah, you can service. Build that's a good bit. It's a good long bit. That's got to be our longest <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, service is good. Amtrak, the best passenger rail in the Americas. Yeah. Pathetic. Uh-huh. Um, um, let's see. Yeah. Salt Lake Urban Transportation. <laughs> that's not oh, a bit, but that's th- funny. This is one of the best ones. The. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congress, let's pass the Service Act of Year to create <laughs> service and allow service to help people. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Parliament, let's pass the Year Service Act yeah. <laughs> yeah. to create service to spend money and charge fares. Well, yeah, as long as we have the will and enough things to talk about. And I don't think we'll ever run out of things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Transit agencies keep doing stupid stuff. <laughs> they really do. Yep. Oh, the IBX episode's going to be fun. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll release a special OGX episode. Well, just a OGX a video. video. A video. It'll yeah. be like a vlog. Yeah. 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 And we'll see. A tightly edited vlog. That's a good format. Tightly edited. That I did air quotes if you couldn't see it. Yeah. An edited <laughs> vlog. Vlog. <laughs> People, that's a good format. I Who like knows? Maybe format. we'll get two or three things out of that. Miles in transit style. Yeah. Um, That's all I really have. So we're going to do patrons again. Sure thing. Because we definitely didn't record two episodes in one go today. Hey, oh, the good. patrons have supported us twice in one day. Wow. We Look at them go. Uh, at Super Duper, Double Tracked, 125 Mile an Hour, Electrified, Base Tunnel to Logan, and uh, Nephi Tier. <laughs> Uh, Frontrunner Zach Adams, $69.69 a month. Nice. At all of those things, minus a couple things here, <laughs> we have generic GT at $35 a month. Thank you yeah, all. That's very... Yes, thank you all very that's much. That's a lot of money. It's a that's, lot of money. That's a lot of money. <laughs> They're trusting us. Yeah. Um, at $10 a month, we uh, regular Frontrunner tier, we have Curtis Herring, Devin Zander, Mike Christensen, and Phobos, $23.90. 
Yep, thank you all. And uh, red lines here, five dollars a month. We have Brian Smith, Christopher Whaley, DJ. Hi, Will. Hi, Will. Watkins. That's Jake- a good bit too. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that is a bit. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Whitecotton, reluctant LA resident. Robert P. Walsh and Scott Harris. Thank you all. Yeah, um, Chad's blue line. I'm doing these backwards this time. Ooh. We have Seth. Old Trolley, Matt Gray, Martin Hacker Martinez, this is so weird. John Aaron Gorman, <laughs> Jesse Mayo, Jack Dean, Gonzo 12, G4, Evelyn, Ethan McDonald, Elijah Kensler, Bradley Bondi, Ben Busa, and Alex Dykelsey. Yeah. Thank you. Well. Oh, and then Patrick Sawas, Green Line, one tier. Cool. One tier. One tier. One yep. tier to roll them all. Uh, yeah, I'd like to thank you all because now <laughs> I have to fill out tax documents because yeah, we're making that much that Isn't much it money. So cool that we have enough we have enough budget from all these wonderful supporters that we can like consider like airplane tickets and Metro season two when. Oh yeah. If and when. Well, no, not if and when. I'm already in when and stages. when. Yeah. When right. and how? Yeah, where is the question of, is the real question? An excellent question. Because it may be in Salt Lake, or it may be somewhere else we'll entirely. Out. Mm-hmm. I will enjoy using the budget to buy more audio equipment. Ooh. Ooh. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. If you have yeah, any thanks for 50. Yeah, thanks for 50. Yeah. We're, we're, as you can tell, we're very nostalgic about this. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, bye. 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 Peace. See ya. Bye. Later. Can we do an episode about, like, Soviet-era trolley buses? Ooh. We could. We could. I'll write a note. For episode, I don't know, what's a meaningful date to the Russians? 91. Episode 1912. We could do episode 91. Oh, wait, no, 1917. Yeah, we could do episode 91. Yeah. To celebrate the fall of the Soviet Union. We're talking about... Soviet-era buses. Excellent plan. There's yeah. some good Soviet-era metros, too, because the Soviets built really interesting metros. Yeah. We can talk about how they made trolley buses work, even in the extreme cold. Oh, that couldn't work. Oh, never. <laughs> we got to tear up wires instead of building wires. Why are we allergic to wires? They're cheaper than BEBs. Fact. <sighs>